to The Catholic Journey, everybody. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from South Sacramento. And would it be surprising if I told you that it was another sunny, beautiful day with blue skies, warm temperatures, and just a delightful day in California. (laughs) So my friends that I have kind of scattered across uh, the nation, uh, especially uh, you guys in Idaho, I hope you're having a nice day today, but I saw some pictures on social media and I think it is getting rather cold there at this time. (laughs) Well, I wanted to spend a couple of minutes with you and talk a little bit about what's going on for this time of the year. I think you probably noticed as uh, we transition through fall and now into winter, things are um, becoming a little bit quieter and uh, things are slowing down a little bit. And it gives us uh, some opportunity to really think about our life and our relationship with Christ. The other thing that's really special that's happening is uh, this weekend in the Catholic world is uh, Christ the King. We're celebrating the solemnity of Christ the King. And it's a great reminder for many of us of our relationship with Christ and is he the King of our life. Um, the other thing is, it's the uh, it marks the end, the last uh, weekend of the liturgical year in the Catholic world, and we begin a new year, an Advent, which is will be on December first of this year. It'll be a short Advent, um, just four weeks or so um, that we'll have uh, before Christmas time. But uh, we'll be starting a new year, and so it'll be Happy New Year for the uh, Catholics um, coming um, the beginning of December. It's also a good time, though, to start really thinking about uh, you know our relationship with Christ and our relationship with the world and with the people around us, and and what do we want this next year to be? And not getting caught up with how most people think about the new year, but let's think about our our new year. You know, for some time, I thought that this upcoming year, the year 2020, was going to be uh, a special year, special year in many, many ways for, for many of us. I wasn't really quite sure what that meant, but I thought that uh, I needed to start preparing because um, there was something profound in, in my intuition of that this year is going to be uh, special in some way. So quite a few months ago, I started putting this uh, program together. It's called 100 Days uh, to Spiritual Freedom, 100 Days to Freedom. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a program. Um, it'll be uh, published and released as a workbook um, at the very beginning of the year. Um, but it, it was a, it's a program to, to really reconnect with God in a deeper way, to purge vice from our life, uh, to start developing some holy habits, especially through uh, discipline and the develop of virtue in our life. And I'll speak a little bit more of it as it gets a little closer to the time um, that it's going to be released and made available. And, and with all of my books that uh, I make available, I try to do it at cost, so there, there's not much cost. Uh, for you to be able to enjoy them. But uh, the program, I'm real, real excited about it. It's it's almost uh, finished and to its completion, and I've been actually working the program as it's been developed, and uh, um, it's been delightful in a lot of ways. Uh, physically, um, I'm real happy to say that I'm down uh, 50 pounds. Yep, that's 5-0, feeling pretty healthy. Um, but even more than the, the physical appearance, um, 
through the spiritual exercises and the disciplines that the program has, um, it's it's made me feel much more rejuvenated and nourished in my in my faith, and I hope that you'll be able to experience that as as well. But that was part of really my thought of preparing for this year 2020 that I think uh, is going to be really exceptional in, in a lot of ways, and and a lot of times um, we don't know really what those changes or what those opportunities are going to be. Another thing happened in my life recently is um, I think many of you know that I, I work at a psychiatric hospital. I manage uh, the, the nursing clinical departments of the hospital and, and uh, things have been going really well there. Well, I was recently recruited to another uh, place and I'll be leaving my employment and going to a new new hospital, new healthcare uh, services uh organization and uh, that's going to provide a new opportunity. I'm really excited about it and uh, it'll be a new journey and um, I think God opens these doors sometimes uh, to allow us to have these opportunities to grow and to uh, really follow him. So getting back to really the theme of, of this weekend of, of, uh, in the Catholic world is going to be Christ the King. And so one of the things that I think that maybe we could take a few minutes and ponder is, is, is Christ the King of our life? Is he the person that we are obedient to, that we look to for guidance in our life? Is and what does it? What does a king actually mean? You know, for us in the America, uh, I don't know that we have a true understanding of what some other uh, places around the world might have of of a king. I know many of us have heard about these tyrant kings in history that aren't the nicest people in the world, but really the the role of many of these kings is to provide for the people that they lord over and that to keep them safe and to keep them protected and to make sure that they're cared for and is that how we think about you know christ in our life do we have that trust and do we have that faith that he is our lord and uh, he is our king he ensures we have what we need in our life that we're taken care of and that we're protected and uh that uh, we are, you know, members of his kingdom as well. And what does that mean to be part of Christ's kingdom? You know, many have said that, that his kingdom is not, he is not the king of this world. He is the king of another world. But that kingdom begins in this world for Christians. This is where we begin to live in that kingdom of God, where we start seeing the, really, the dignity of the people around us that realizing that we're all made in the likeness of God and that each of us has that um, inherent dignity within ourselves and that when we look at other people that we should recognize that they have that godly dignity in them as well and that uh, how we choose to treat each other, how we treat each other with respect and with love and how we care for others as we would want to be cared for. Are we really doing that in our life? And the things that we've been, you know, blessed with in our life, gifted with in our life, if it's our jobs, our income, 
our possessions, the things that we do have in our life, do we see those as gifts from God? And are we open and willing to share those gifts with other people, realizing that they aren't truly ours? And this is really countercultural in a lot of ways, but the things that have been bestowed and gifted upon us really belong to, to, to God. And as Christians, that is something that we are to believe that these things are given and entrusted to us and we're to use those if they are possessions or if there are talents that have been given to us, that we're supposed to use those for the greater glory of God. And are we sharing those things that have been really loaned to us to, to with the world, with the people that are in need around us? I often think about when that judgment day comes and I'm standing before Christ and... and uh, really the, uh, the, the, the human veils, the things that really screen our ability to, to see life as it truly is, will be lifted at that point in time. And we see not only the world uh, around us the way that possibly God would see the world, but we also can see ourselves um, in all truth. Uh, with that uh, human veil being lifted and in that time of judgment and when we are able to look at ourselves and God looks at us and he says, you know, how how did you serve my people? How did you serve the poor, the weak, you know, the needy? Did you care for them? Did you share what I entrusted to you with them or did you keep it all to yourself? And again, that's not just possessions, but that's uh, our talents and our abilities. And if you're someone that enjoys good health in your life and good strength in your life, what are you using that good health and strength for in your life? Are you using it in some way to serve other people? Or are you keeping it to yourself and using it just for, you know, self-pleasure and self-centered activities? I think... You know, it's it's this isn't a life though that it's all you know drudging through and and uh, and and burden after burden after burden. It needs to be balanced with some pleasure as well, but it's not supposed to be totally self-consuming of pleasure. It is also a life of service and devotion and dedication, um, and being really disciples of Christ and living in the model that uh, Christ uh, really showed us and. And how did he live his life? And was it well, his life a life of just complete pleasure? Or was he um, present to serve others? And he said basically in his own words that he did not come to be served, but he came to serve. So what is our purpose and what is our desire in life? I think these are great questions for all of us to think about in our life and as this year this liturgical year is coming to a close i think this would be a good time to really start thinking about 2020 and what do we want our life to be like um, what do we want to look like in the eyes of god and how do we want to represent ourselves to the other people around us and how can we build our lives to be more fervently lived in our christian belief so a couple of thoughts that I just wanted to share with you, and I hope you can take that and ponder it and make it your own and think about, um, you know, really what do you want to do with this Advent season? Um, there's many wonderful traditions that uh, the Catholic Church has for Advent in the preparation for the coming of Christ 
through Advent wreaths and Jesse trees and nighttime reading to children. And I think you already know of all the things that happen in a secular way at Christmas time. And those are fun and delightful things. But it's also a time to be cautious and to make sure we're balancing our life with things um, that aren't completely of the secular world, but they're also of the faith-filled world. So we don't lose the real meaning of what this Christmas time is all about. Well, have a wonderful day. Um, My daughter Mackenzie is visiting from the Los Angeles area this weekend. And so we're getting ready to go out and we're going to have some sushi (laughs) and enjoy each other's company and enjoy this delightful, sunny, warm November day. God bless and may God forever keep you. 